were born to create. A podcast moving artists from passion to profession and aspiring creatives to gain confidence, emotional well-being, and direction in life through the discovery of their creativity. With your host, Maria Richards, transformational art coach, artist, entrepreneur, and mentor. Presented to you by Art of You. Okay, yeah, well, I'm really excited. Um, welcome everybody who's listening in to Born to Create. Um, today I am speaking with Adelea, who um, I've uh, met through the internet, which um, she is an acrylic artist and uh, she does commissions with, um, yeah, with her art and also um, has a platform for artists where she celebrates artists sort of to be seen and does events and um, I'm really excited to speak with her. I'm, I was inspired of her story and of what she does and where um, Born to Create is all about inspiring people to realize that they have uh, creativity even though if they might not feel that they do. Um, I personally believe that you do um, and uh, this this podcast is here to yeah to support you to to realize that belief in yourself that you know, you, you are an artist as well, if, if that's something that you want to do. And um, yeah, I'm very interested into finding out um, and to ask Adelea the questions about, you know, how, what inspires her? How, how does she create her art? What's your artistic process? And so I will just, before I jump in um, to explaining the questions I'm going to ask, I'm just going to ask you, Adelea, <laughs> welcome. Um, so, Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First of all, um, tell me a little bit, or tell everybody that's listening, um, perhaps from your words. Yeah. Who Who are you? What do you do? And um, yeah, tell me. Tell us. So I'm Italy, and I live in Houston, Texas, or well, right on the outskirts. And I'm an acrylic artist. And uh, you said it pretty well. I own uh, an online platform called the Sandbar Art Studio, um, and we use that to have events for smaller artists, connect smaller artists to other artists and resources. And it's really a big platform for artists to find opportunity. Um, and I do commissions for people all over the world. And I also teach virtual second graders part-time <laughs> and I love what I do. Yeah, no, I, um, I'm really interested. And by the way, I um, mispronounced your name before Adelie it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> easy to do. <laughs> so yeah, um, so you know, you mentioned that you do commissions. So first of all, tell, tell us a little bit about how you paint and what you're inspired of uh, about. Um, so I paint a lot of, um, you know, I like to say that daily life gets really boring. And so I like to paint things that you wouldn't be able to walk outside and see um, in today's day and age. So I like to go back and look at different cultures and different time periods and kind of put modern day twists on it. Um, and I like to bring that all together in different styles. Um, I do a lot of, I like to do a lot with uh, Greek styles. And so I'll mix a lot of Greek and American style. Um, but I'm really inspired by the human form. And so most of my pieces contain um, the, the, the focal point is often a person or a mermaid or something along those lines. But I like to like stretch what, you know, 
is reality. I think we all have very different realities. Um, and I think that can get, like I said, pretty boring. So mm -hmm. I like to use my art and my paintings to stretch that and push the limits and take a, take a more broad look at everything and interpret different things um, that you experience in life through a little bit different perspective, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more fantasy sometimes. Yeah, wonderful. No, um, I totally hear what you're saying. And I'm, I'm really curious about, so when, when you do art, um, <clears throat> what's going on for you as you are painting? Because you mentioned, you know, you, life gets a little bit boring. And then, you know, when you go into your art, what happens then for you? So I, it's so funny because I always, you know, like to say that it kind of paints itself because, uh, and when I say this, I mean, when I start, I have an initial idea, but I don't know in my mind exactly what it's going to look like when I finish. So I start with like, you know, I know I want to go this direction, say, you know, I want to do a Greek God, or I want to do a mermaid and I will have that idea, but you know, I don't have a face in mind. Like a lot of people, you know, you have a, uh, you, you have someone that you're painting or you have an idea of what they, what you want them to look like. And honestly, as I go, I feel like it just kind of creates itself. So as I'm painting, I'm just kind of like, okay, what comes next? Because I don't go into it with a big plan in mind. Um, and I just see, you know, where do I need to add a little thing here and a little thing here and a little thing here. And then as I do that, it's kind of like I'm, I'm being surprised as I'm making it. Um, and I'm watching it kind of make itself in a way. And it's, it's, it's a really cool magical process for me as well, because I go into it with an idea and it comes out as something that I didn't even, I didn't even expect. And oftentimes I really like it like that. And I like to be um, kind of surprised and I like it to just kind of uh, take me where it wants to go, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm really intrigued by that. And really I can re resonate with this as well, coming from the art therapy side, where almost like the painting is, is teaching you instead of, you know, us sort of laying things out on the painting. And so I'm, I'm, it's a very intuitive process I can see that you're doing and, and one that does surprise you as well. So I, I Absolutely. And I think it's also a way that I kind of cope with, you know, when you're painting, and I'm sure you can relate as an artist, um, there's little mistakes and things that happen as you're going that you don't plan on or like the shade looks wrong. And I think when I go into it without this, um, you know, ideal image that I want to create, and I'm watching it do itself, if, if, a, if a piece of yeah, uh, if, if the brush falls or if a, a little thing of paint splatters, I'm like, okay, well, what can I do with that? And I don't have this set image in my mind. And so when those mistakes happen, I'm not like, um, oh, I'm so disappointed. I, I used to get really disappointed when I would make these things and have this idea in my mind. And uh, then I would hate it. And no matter how good it was, like, I would absolutely hate it because it was not exactly that was in my mind. So I kind of had to stop going into it with that. Um, and it also has really helped me cope with making little mistakes that every single artist makes in their painting. Yeah, um, that's really interesting as well. I'm, I'm curious now about how this might have taught you something about yourself or in how you might treat life, because it feels like you are trusting the process so much that you've, you know, that I'm curious, what, you know, if, if art has taught you something for, for you, as, as it sounds for me, it has. 
Um, I would say just just go with it and make it better. And I think that applies in a lot of in a lot of aspects in life, whether that be art or just, you know, things that happen to you. There's so many things that happen that are out of your control and you can have this plan all you want, but no matter what, there's still things that are gonna happen that don't go according to plan. So you can go into it with, you know, just go with it and make it better and you know, then it will come out the best that it can be because you're not so rigid with all these little bumps that that come up and uh, you're more pleasantly surprised with your outcome than disappointed and you know hating how things turn out and and i and i really think that that can correlate in both art and everyday life right. you just really have to just go with the flow and when you do that things turn out so much better you have a better time uh it's easier and it's just it's like i said at the end of it it's like a pleasant surprise and and i i really try and um put that foot forward with art and my life yeah beautiful and yeah i mean I'm curious now as well, a little bit about your backstory. Have you always painted or always? <clears throat> so originally, um, when I was younger and I first started doing art and realized that I liked it, um, my grandpa, he was uh, an artist with ink and he did a lot of super intricate stuff with little dots. And I, so I got really into drawing um, and that's what I thought that I liked to do. Um, and I, you know, so I started diving a little bit more into my art and I was enrolled into art lessons at the Woodlands Academy of Art, <clears throat> which is also right on the outskirts of Houston, Texas. And uh, that's where I learned to paint. And I really, I realized, you know, how much I love color and how much color brings to stuff and the different emotions that you can create with paint and with, I mean, it can be a super, I mean, the person in the painting can be a super happy person. And just depending on your color use, you can completely change that. No matter what's going on in the painting, you can give it a whole different feel um, with paint. And I really, you know, I fell in love with the way that acrylics paint and realized, you know, that's really the direction I want to take with it. But soon I, you know, I kind of fell out of art for a long time. Um, I was told, you know, the starving artists will never have any stable income. Um, and, you know, what can you really do with art? And at that time when I was younger, you know, you don't look around and realize that everything you watch on TV is art and uh, the signs that you look around is art and that art is literally everywhere. Um, and you, you just don't realize it. And so I kind of looked for different avenues and uh, which way to, you know, bring my career and things that I wanted to do as I grew up. And I thought I wanted to be a teacher. And so I started to go to school for teaching and uh, started, you know, went into college for teaching. Um, and I swore for so long, I would never be an art major. Uh, and then eventually I needed to pay for college <laughs> and um, I, you know, working as just teaching uh, kids was not really cutting, you know, all of my bills and, uh, you know, school at the same time. So I started getting back into painting again and <clears throat> realized I really enjoyed it. Um, and originally it started as, okay, I just, I'm going to paint this and it's going to help me pay for classes when I sell it. And that, you know, that'll be that. I didn't have any plans on making a career out of it at all. Um, but eventually a few doors opened and I realized uh, at the same time while I was doing this, you know, to kind of help pay for school that it was, it was therapy at the same time. I was happier. I was getting back more into my creative side, which is where I would say myself and most artists are the most happy. Um, and I didn't even realize this when I had fallen out of it for so long. And then as I got back into it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is what I want to do. And I changed my major to an art major. And um, I, like I said, so then I started the <clears throat> Sandbar Art Studio, which 
also turned out completely different than I planned. So it seems like I have a pattern of everything that I start. Um, it kind of just, you know, it's kind of, I hate to say made itself because I definitely have worked very hard, but at the same time, it's turned out differently than I've expected. So I started the Sandmar Art Studio only for my art and uh, to give art lessons on my website. Um, and then as that changed, I, through posting my art and meeting different people, I met this one artist. Um, his, I refer to him as Coco. I could not pronounce to you his name, uh, what it actually is, uh, but he originally uh, moved to Canada from Syria and he and I had formed a friendship and we started to realize like you know you're in a different country and you're supporting my art and I'm supporting your art so let's you know use the website and the platform that I have and turn it into a place where other people can do the same thing and provide the resources and it, it just really you know blossomed it started as something I didn't even know what it would be and it just turned into something <laughs> and it was really awesome and I've, I've been enjoying every minute of it I've met amazing people you being one of them which is really cool I'm in the United States and you're in Germany and I think that is so cool um, and it's it's been a really fast and really crazy ride and I love it and I wouldn't trade it for anything amazing and, and when I'm listening to you it feels like you know you've sort of followed your intuition and you know you didn't quite see the whole picture but you just did what you enjoyed and you just went with it and, and things fell into place and exactly and it's been the weirdest thing um, you know because that's how I've uh, been with my painting as well and you know I, I used to have a habit of uh, in life and with my art just trying to like rush 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 get it done um, you know like I said I would have this exact image in my mind of what I wanted things to be and to look like. And um, I think everything started to change in my art and is that as well. Um, you know, I, I changed the process in which I do my art. I, you know, used to have this very structured way of how I did things. And when I did that, I hated it and it didn't turn out how I liked. And in life, when I had this, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to do it this way. And as I started really doing that, according to my exact plan, I didn't like how it was turning out. And as I just let go and let things be how they want to be, I became so happy, you know, I, uh, with painting, I used to have this habit of becoming really almost obsessive with it. Um, and I, and I think that's one of the struggles I still face sometimes is I want to go into it and I want, you know, I, I, I want to hurry up and finish it before I feel uninspired. Mm -hmm. And so I will start at 10 AM or used to, I would say I used to start at 9, 10 a.m. and do it until well past midnight and, you know, eat maybe one meal in the day. Cause, and, then, and then after that, put it down and I would never touch it again. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I wouldn't be satisfied with it. And right now I'm still kind of in the learning process of, okay, I'm going to spread this out. Um, I'm going to take my time. I don't need to sit down and finish this in a 24-hour span because maybe that's the reason why I'm not liking how it's turning out. And um, it's been something I've kind of had to reteach myself in a lot of ways and really spread, spread my time out and just let it, let it kind of take me where it wants to go. Uh, no, that's, that's amazing. And it feels that letting go process almost took away that pressure that you put yourself on before where you put everything into one day and, and, and then didn't touch it anymore and felt frustrated about it. And now you, and then you've let go with your art, spread it out over time. And somehow that has sort of uh, created a letting go in your life as well. That's really absolutely. It's, 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 it reminds me of what we say as well in, in art therapy. I'm going to frame it from there because we say you, one paints how we live. And that's really interesting what you've just mentioned. Wow. Like 
we paint how we live and and you let go in the way that you paint it and and in your life things have then unfolded more naturally and organically it's funny you say that because it's one one thing i've never heard but it is incredibly true um and i've definitely noticed that uh, like i said you know the way i was doing life and i never really realized these things until honestly when um i was getting ready to talk about things for the podcast and one of the things you were asking me is you know what's the struggle that you faced and as i was thinking about that and i kind of looked back at like the patterns um that i have went through and what I'm doing now and the difference. Um, then I started to realize I was like, Oh my goodness, you know, I really see that uh, correlation in my art and my life um, and my mindset. And I think that's something that is so special about artists of any kind, whether that be like um, somebody who does music or a visual art of some kind, but you really see a different part of a person through art um, because it's not something that, you know, they're just telling you, you actually as a visual artist get to give the opportunity to have somebody see it and hopefully feel it like you do. Um, and I think, and I think this goes for every artist, but you know, images in your art speaks so much higher volumes than words ever could. And you see so much about somebody, even when you're working with somebody, I'm sure you can relate, um, let's say you're doing a commission for somebody, you learn about their thought process and the way that they look at things and the way that they, they see things as you're working with them towards this one goal and you see the way that their mind starts and the way it'll go all over the place or the way that they have a very direct line of thinking and you, you see that person in a different light. And that's something that's so amazing about art. Uh, that is amazing. And I, I love how you've now connected it to when you do commission work for, for people and how you can actually then learn about them as well, apart from just about yourself as you're painting it. So that's really interesting as well. And um, in terms of uh, your commission, so now, you know, I, I'm probably speaking to, to artists or potential artists that may believe or may not believe in themselves, but there's this, this sort of starving artist um belief uh, going around and I'm, you've, you've touched on that before and I'm just wondering like how what would be your um, advice or thing that you would say about that to people that have that belief and that might hold them back from actually doing what they truly want to do what's coming up for you um, I think the first thing I would tell them is <clears throat> look around um, point out art and I promise no matter where you are you're going to see it. You're going to see it, whether that be on a book, on the TV, um, uh, on an advertisement, on anything, your shoes, a backpack, you name it, like it's going to be there. And you think about, okay, so there's the art. There's an artist behind that. And there's somebody who, you know, got paid to do this. So not every artist is a, you know, quote unquote, starving artist. And that's something I definitely didn't realize before. Mm -hmm. um, and I know I would also say like, do what you like and somebody is going to like it too. Um, you, there is so, with art being so subjective, there is so many styles, there is so many preferences and there's so many ideas that some people have and like and they don't know how to put it into art. And so when they see somebody who is not afraid to do that um, and they're just doing what they like, I think people are really drawn to that. And I think that that is the way that you will be the most successful and you will be the happiest is do what you like and, and go towards things that you like and be drawn to things that you like and just do that. And there's going to be somebody who likes it too. You know, you like it for a reason and you enjoy it for a reason. And I promise you're not the only person on this earth who will, and you will find your people 
doing that. You will find where you belong doing that, where you're the happiest. And oftentimes when you find those things, that's where you're going to find success. Yeah, no, absolutely. I guess if you think about it, if you, if you don't do that, what would be the implications of, of not doing that? I mean, su success most probably won't come from doing something that you don't enjoy because you, you won't want to carry it that far. You won't be putting your full self into something if it's not where you are the most happiest. And, um, you know, it's funny, there's this quote and it says, if you try and teach a fish to climb a tree, it's going to fail miserably. But if you put, put that fish in water, it's going to swim, you know, more beautiful than anything you've ever seen. And I think that is just so true uh, in so many cases. Like, you know, if you're doing something that you just you, you, you're not meant to do it and you're trying to make yourself do something that you don't enjoy that you don't feel like that's where you belong doing it you're not going to be successful but if you you know you go where you feel like you are supposed to go and you do what you enjoy and what you are good at you will do it better than anyone you than anyone ever because that's that's there's only one you um, and there's only with that, you know, each artist has their own style and their own flair and their own thoughts. Um, and that's, I think, the coolest part about art is you get to do what you want to do and you get to be the best at what you want to do because no one's going to be more successful in that field uh, because it's your field. It's, you know what I mean? It's something that you thrive. It's your own style. No one can do your own style better than you can. Oh. And when you're doing that, nothing, you know, no one's going to do it better than you. Yeah. Well, oh my God, I, I can literally just underline that or highlight it <laughs> so much. It's so true. Like there's only one you. And if you do what you want to do and really enjoy it, then, you know, it's also, it's, it's also the idea and what you've mentioned. It's like when you put yourself into the right environment, like that goldfish in the water, sometimes it's not even like, it's not you know, people struggle and say, have self-doubt, I'm not good enough and all of that. But actually, you might just not be in the right environment and, you know, might have not the right people around you or the, you know, all of these things count as well. Um, exactly. The inspiration you see around you or, you know, to have that, um, that soil that nurtures, uh, I don't know exactly how to express that now, but sort of like that soil that nurtures you to grow into that flower that you're supposed to grow into. Absolutely. And I think that that is a struggle that every artist faces at some point or another, um, because, you know, artists tend to have, you know, um, outlandish ideas and very unique thought process. And I think sometimes as an artist, you know, you're surrounded by people who don't think like you or, you know, don't believe in what you're doing. And I think almost every artist, especially when you're starting, can run into that issue of, you know, feeling like they're not in the right environment. Uh, and, and it really is discouraging, but you just have to build that environment yourself sometimes. And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create the Sandbar Studio is because I felt, you know, like that where I am on the outskirts of Houston, it is definitely not uh, an art driven town. Uh, you know, there's definitely cities that celebrate art way more than others. And, you know, in a town in Texas, uh, a smaller town, you know, where the nearest college to me is A&M, and that is an agriculture college. Um, so <laughs> sometimes you can really feel like you are not in the right area. Um, and it's easier to connect with people who are 
not even in the same country as you. And I think that, you know, when you do find those resources and you do, you know, you have to build them sometimes. Um, And when you do have that, you see yourself grow in so many ways. And it's hard sometimes. Um, I recently met an artist, um, I believe they're like 15, but they were messaging our studio all the time. And at first I was like, okay, like, this is nice, but I don't know why you're messaging us so much, but that's totally fine with me. Um, And then they kind of shared with me, uh, I'm in a home where my mom doesn't support my art. When you're young, that's a big deal. My my family doesn't support it. I don't have really friends who support it. Um, And I don't really, I don't have anyone to get advice from and I don't, I don't know what to do. And so it's like, I'm not even a digital artist and that's what they are. And they're reaching out to me for advice and I'm like, okay, well I can only offer so much. And that's where we got the idea to do the digital artists celebration month, which will be coming up in January, which we are so excited for. We have some amazing people that are going to be doing some talks and interviews and workshops for us. And like amazing people. We have so few people from Disney, from Nickelodeon, um, Netflix. It is so exciting. And it literally was inspired by that one person who's 15 and reached out to me and felt like they didn't have resources. And I was like, well, you know what? That's something we all face. So let me try and make this better and we're going to get some resources and everyone needs that. And I think when you have someone that supports you and pushes you in that way and you are in that environment where you feel the support, you blossom in so many ways. Sometimes it's just hard to find those people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's inc- it's amazing. I find it so inspiring listening to you and uh, hearing about, you know, what that how you've created that for yourself and for others and, and what this has come has become now that platform. So I'm really curious and I really want to hear a little bit more about what you do about the sand, uh, the sandbar and um, about your artists and what's coming up. And so that everyone really knows what what we well, yeah, have, what you've got going there yeah absolutely so we are going to be doing um about four contests a year a lot of artists you know also look for opportunity to compete to show their work to improve so we offer that through we do uh, several contests we just finished up with our halloween art which is funny because it is october 3rd but we finished up with the contest Uh, we opened that up from august 25th to the uh, submissions closed on the 30th to where we had I mean, I honestly did not have any clue how large that would be. And we had over 275 entries. It was mind blowing and and very exciting and amazing. Um, So that was really cool to see all of those people compete. But, you know, but what we do, we don't want it to be about winning. So, uh, I mean, it is about, you know, there's fun and competition, but at the same time as a smaller artist, we made this for opportunity. So um, with all of our entries that we get, we make a gallery for all of the entries, for all the artists, to where you can see everything in one place, to where you can meet different artists and you can see different styles. Um, And it's really about just coming together, especially in the time of right now with like all the chaos that is going on. And I made sure to let all the artists know like, you made something beautiful and amazing by all coming together and doing this and creating this gallery. whether that be somebody who is just a beginner and somebody who is far into their career, it is so cool to see it all together. Um, So that's just one of the things that we just finished up with, but we have a handful of things coming up. Um, So in uh, the winter months coming up, we have, we're going to be having a winter contest 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you the exact dates right now. We are still nailing that down uh, <laughs> to figure all that out. But it's really cool for the Halloween one we just did. We were able to, we were given an opportunity, which was amazing, by Halloween Town in St. Helens, Oregon, which uh, was the filming location of the Disney movie Halloween Town, to pick eight of our submissions and send them there to be displayed for uh, all of October. And it was amazing to take part in getting to find these artists that you know you go on their instagram and you know they 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 have about you know under 100 people following their art and to be able to take their art and send it to somewhere where thousands of people are going to be looking at it it was an amazing feeling um and now we have a voting section up we haven't so the winner hasn't been announced yet uh but uh the voting section is open um to where people are voting on the who they want to see we try to make it as interactive and supportive as possible um so we have that winner coming up and then in january is when we are going to be doing our digital artist and celebration month And in that case, um, we're going to be providing a ton of resources for a lot of digital artists with that being a new and upcoming, very, very popular style of art. Um, Ton of resources for them to kind of point them in a direction. Uh, You know, there's so many opportunities. You can be a freelance artist. You can be um, an animator. You can be a digital illustrator. There's so many things that you can do. And so what we're doing is we have a lot of big names who are successful um, in those fields coming and talking about how did they get started? Um, where would they go You know, if they were in these people's shoes? And what advice would they give to smaller people? And what they do in their field, what it's like, and just all of these things to really give people who don't have that support around them a push um, and an idea and <clears throat> just something to inspire them. And I think that's so important as an artist, you know, you, you're not going to do work when you're not inspired. And I think that goes for everybody (laughs) and you're not going to enjoy it. And so I think that'll be so exciting. We actually have, um, one of the, uh, the assistant director from Bento Box Entertainment. Um, so they do like Paradise PD and Family Guy and, uh, I believe Family Guy. I'm not entirely sure about that one, but, uh, they they do a lot of other really cool stuff. He's also done some background animations for Rick and Morty. He's going to be giving a workshop. Um, so that'll be amazing. It's just, you know, I have someone else who's a freelancer and it's just really about providing opportunity and resources to people who it it is hard to find some. Um, and you know, with artists, especially bigger ones, it can be hard to find artists who want to give the time of day to smaller artists. And I think, you know, no matter how talented they are, it's, uh, it can be challenging. So we're trying to get past that hump. And, um, like I said, with you, I, I really am looking forward to doing a mental health awareness month, um, with providing resources for art therapy. And I'm super excited to have you a part of that. It'll be amazing and more things to come and as these things come up you know i will definitely be posting all about it on our website and everything we're hopefully 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 going to be doing um an exhibit uh in springtime but that's kind of up in the air with covid right now but that's our goal wow beautiful it's it's incredible to hear all of these things that you've got going in the next few months and and growing and um i'm very excited to be part of that of that project with the mental health awareness uh, that you want to do and and the art therapy side but like as well for um all of the other things like how what i mean is there sort of like a call to action or something that if you, if we've got listeners here right now that would like to get in touch with you or or I don't know, how can they get involved or what, what's the, 
What's the thing? So it is so easy to get involved. We make it as easy as we can. Um, so literally you can just go to our website, which is the sandbarartstudio.com. Um, and on there we have uh, all the resources listed right on the website. You can apply to be a spotlight artist is when that's when we pick um, smaller artists. We go through our applications um, and pick smaller artists to give them a page on our website. It's completely for free um, to post their art, give a little bit about them, where they come from and their contact information. Um, so they have somewhere where people are looking at them and it's exciting and it's really fun to be a part of this. Um, and also you can go on the website and we have a, a private group. Um, and it's not like we like kick people out or deny people. It's just private because it's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a safe place uh, for artists to share stuff with other artists to get advice um, or to show people, hey, look what I did, even if they're not ready to post that on social media or anything yet. It's, it's really supposed to be about in that group kind of about support and almost feeling like you have an art family, whether you know these people or you're meeting these people this way, you get to meet these, these artists with all these different ideas of all kinds of mediums all over the world. And you get so many ideas and it's just, it's, uh, I would say it's just really about coming together and that's for anybody, uh, no matter who you are, what your art is, what style you can join it and be a part of it. And it's really cool. We have some digital artists uh, that are more into anime. And then we have some other artists who are realism artists who work in oils um, but they're all a part of the same group and they all give each other advice and it is it is absolutely amazing to see uh, and all the stuff that we do is open to all so um, <clears throat> we take applications for for any from anyone we've had some people from the Ukraine and India and everywhere and it's it's like I said it's open for everybody and these resources are for everybody they're not for this set group of artists or anything it's it's for anybody who needs them well, fantastic. Well, I, I, I encourage everybody to go and have a look at uh, the sandbar.com, is it? The yeah, sandbarartstudio.com. Sandbarartstudio.com. <laughs> and um, yeah, and to check it out, um, it's, it's really, really worth it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check more of your artists out as well. Um, and I'm curious about who's going to be um, elected, selected or voted for in, in this. I'm curious too. And it's a weird feeling for me because I truly don't know. I don't know who's going to win. And it's, it's like, you know, we were able, we were blessed enough to be able to pick the top five and uh, what we do. So when we were in these contests, what we do and we're uh, quote unquote judging these artists, I mean, so it's me and a handful of other artists too. So that way we kind of have a very unbiased look at this art. Mm -hmm. um, what we do is that we have a score sheet uh, and we go through the score sheet and everybody scores it. It's like you can get as high as 50 um, mm -hmm. and there's five categories and you know, we give it like from a, a zero out of 10. We're not ever really gonna give someone a zero unless they put nothing on, the, on their art at all. <laughs> um, but uh, so, but what, in that case, what we do is we all score it, combine it, um, give it an average score, um, and we write constructive, you know, constructive comments on there because you're not, you're not doing this to be told that you're bad at this or anything like this. Uh, we'll write like, um, for example, you know, you had really good details on the ears and, but you really could have uh, added more texture on this and you can do this by doing this. You know what I mean? It's more about advice and how to improve while at the same time, like having fun and competing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's so much fun. I love it so much. Uh, we were up, I would on the 30th because the submissions closed, uh, on the 30th. Um, but the gallery was going up on the first. So there was very little time in between. So as these um, art pieces were coming in, we were scoring them 
as soon as they would come in and getting them up as soon as they would come in before we would put put up the site uh, or put up that page on the site where anyone could see it that way we don't have we're bombarded all in that night um, but we were still up until four in the morning because so of the so many of these pieces were amazing um, and just uh, we all had very different opinions and so we would pick our top let's say 30 I think I think 30 was the max that someone had on their list this time put them together um, and sit there and pick out over and over again until we're down to 15 and go back and forth and have a combined list eventually eventually of 15 which takes forever but it because it's there's so many amazing people and art it, it's just so hard um, and we put it all together and go through from there and then score it on a more detailed scale and more of a comparing you know who put more detail and that kind of stuff um, and it, it is so much fun but it is so hard but it is so worth it and I, I love it oh wow I can only imagine if you've got so much art that you have to <laughs> to see and then choose from that it can be wow incredible but perhaps overwhelming as well. inspiring <laughs> yeah well uh thank you Adelie um I really could continue this conversation like for hours <laughs> and um there would be so much more still I would like to ask and, and talk about but um yeah I, I would like to ask you so what what would be your final sort of words of uh, wisdom or inspiration for anybody who's listening right now? Something that you would really want to give as a message that's important to you? I would say anybody can be an artist and you make that happen for yourself. And if you feel out of touch with that part of yourself, spend some time getting to know yourself a little bit more, sometimes slowing down and um, you can use art in so many different ways. So use that to get to know yourself and get to know what you'd like and go from there. And there's no way you will be unsuccessful. Wow. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I highlight that as well. <laughs> Again. <laughs> thank you very much for your time, Adeli. Um, speak to you soon again. And everybody. Absolutely. I'm excited. You were born to create a podcast moving artists from passion to profession and aspiring creatives to gain confidence, emotional well-being and direction in life through the discovery of their creativity with your host, Maria Richards, transformational art coach, artist, entrepreneur and mentor presented to you by Art of You. 